New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to my show, Daryl. Thank you. Yeah. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're my guest Appreciate today. Appreciate it. Yeah. How's oh, everything? Is that, is that what's happening? Big congratulations to the Story family. Yeah, way to go. I don't know if it's public news, but... You probably he, shouldn't be publicizing I, I, it then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to blab, but he <laughs> had... Thing, a, nobody watches this. He had a good reason not to come on the show today. Yeah. What's new with so, you, though, Daryl? Am, am I interviewing you today? not don't we want to do a good show today daryl tell us the story about your childhood okay oh, what man. led to what led to this you know I, I i grew up in a in a in a lower income housing project in the outskirts of toronto Sad. thornhill the streets of thornhill yes yes tough. i grew, but but tough. but hold on a sec it gets mm -hmm. worse not only, not only did I grow up in, in the farm country known as Thornhill today, mm. I, grew, I grew up with the horses and the, and the scents and, and none of the amenities that Thornhill has to offer currently, mm -hmm. like the promenade that was later on in my tenure of oh my goodness. living in Thornhill. It was, it was, it was horrendous. But, I bet hold the on. Thornhill, the Thornhill it gets Golf worse. Club probably only had walking carts at the time. It's worse, TK. Okay. My parents obviously didn't like me much. In retrospect, with good reason. Mm -hmm. But I went to French immersion. TK, I don't feel good even thinking about it. Now this explains everything. French immersion for eight years, eight years ago. And I don't speak French. What are you trying to tell me? How you resorted to, to a pro bono like podcast on the weekend with my crazy ass. That's right. Yeah, that's sad. That's a tad. <laughs> you know what? You should write a book. I think I should. Yeah. One What's, day I uh, will. When I run for mayor of Toronto. How did you get into development? There was a day where a guy like me couldn't win mayor of Toronto, but now all bets are off, baby. No, I think anybody can be can be uh, any anybody they want to be. I That's think right. if you want to be the mayor, Daryl, Daryl, you can be the the mayor. No, I don't want to be the mayor, but I just I want to change. I want to change things so dramatically when it comes to the planning process. Yep. Well, we got a good guest coming up here. We got city staff coming to the show. City planning staff. City staff. This oh. is this is necessary for if you change. Were, if you were in the right place at the right yeah. time this week, 
Yeah. Your brain would have exploded at the community meeting on it Wednesday evening. Can we talk it about was it? Epic. Yeah, we can talk about it. We actually had support for our presentation. Absolutely. Members of the community were all for it. Uh, not all, but there was one that made it pretty well clear to everyone that they wanted more density on this site. They yep. questioned why, why, why are you guys going for such a low density on such a wonderful, wonderful site? And the city Within, staff was was floored. They were speechless. They were like, uh, 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 I would like to answer that question. Uncomfortable laugh. But we yeah. only have a few minutes left for the meeting. So we're going to have to wrap this up right now. Okay, thanks everybody for coming out today. <laughs> Next show's tomorrow at 7 p.m. Yeah. So anytime, let's explain that process. So anytime there's an application that gets put in, there's a, um, what are they called again? Community community meetings community meeting like okay. a, it's Pretty like simple. a little yeah so yeah, an opportunity opportunity for the community to come in before any real decisions are made this is like the meeting before the meeting before the meeting after no, the pre-consultation meeting but still is, along the road of meetings this is a long road of meetings but this yeah. is meeting number two yeah no three yeah and so now it's kind of just like, hey, maybe we're missing something as planners. We better make sure that the uh, community's got their input. And, and it was pretty let's positive. Let's see what they have to say. Let's yeah. see what they have what, to say. And what, what were the did negative they have to things? say? What were the negative ones? So, like, how dare you put in an application here for such a tall building? You're going to block our sun. Right? That's one. Um, there's already enough traffic at this intersection. What do you plan to do about that when you add all of these new cars to the corner? So shade study, traffic study. All right, next. Um, what else was negative? Uh, too many studio and one bedroom apartments we want more for the older people we need bigger units but we don't older want people's to budget pay. Uh, what what are the older people's budget affordable like, <laughs> they want it for eight hundred thousand, right i've been paying 325 a month since 1962 i'm not leaving here Unless I'm in a box. My uh, oh, my aunt moved in. My aunt moved into um, Kingston what kind of Road box? and Eglinton. Yes. What a great yeah. area. So she bought um, the building on the south side and um, a new construction side. building on the south side. Oh, yeah. That's a nice yeah. building. Red and brick, I think she's got like brick. a higher floor, maybe penthouse, lake view kind of thing. Ooh, yeah. Ish, you could see ish. the lake. Don't, don't quote me on that. Unless you're on the but, wrong side uh, of the building. But she definitely um, bought it pre-construction in 2015, 16, something like oh that. Oh, my God. She paid 700 a foot or something. So she got a really good deal. She she had to wait, and it was, like, you know, painful for her, but eventually it worked out. She sold last summer at, like, a great time to, to sell, so got top dollar for her place as well and is super happy living oh, in a condo. Did they, they, oh, Super happy selling their place. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful condo. They're, so they're... in theory, somebody going and saying, okay, I'm going to go and buy into a pre-construction project, one of the larger units, right? Whatever, whatever they are, will still have two, three, four, five, six years sometimes before they actually have to move. And think about the appreciation that they can get on their property, right? Yeah, especially... I would say when she sold, when she bought that condo, her house was worth three hundred or to four hundred thousand dollars less. That makes a difference, I imagine. And when that, she actually sold it, right? Think probably it. close to a doubling, right? Yeah. So she did well. Everybody does well, unless you're impatient. You probably come out of this with some kind of health condition. That you didn't have prior because it's a long time to wait for that like little pot of gold you get there mm -hmm. or the people who do nothing at all yeah right it's, it's 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 too long a process for both sides it's really stupid how how quickly the builder has to sell the units in order to get his construction financing and and for the buyer like it's so you have to wait so long it's crazy and now it's even longer because city staff is strained because of covid right yeah not enough planners and then the planners they have have only been around for like that's right before covid maybe they got hired during covid because the other guy the gravy like, train we had we, we had that site at um, Bathurst and Shepherd where the planner quit after COVID. So it was like the guy who'd been there for like 10 years, knew everything, had a relationship with my seller. Like it was like he was the guy. And then yeah. COVID happened, which we keep saying that word, but uh, it happened. And oh. uh, <laughs> more work for the editing. Bless the algorithm. Oh. Um, and uh, the guy just quit. And then all of a sudden there was like new people and they were like, we don't know anything about this site. Right. Yeah, and this is what the book says. Yeah, exactly. In court. Yeah, exactly. So I got another TRC. I got a few TRCA um, dealings lately as well, too. And it's it's the exact same thing. It's just like you can ask them the same question 30 times in different ways, and they will give you the same vague answer every single time. You know, that once we establish the greater of the 100-year uh, high water mark or Rip the line. floodplain mark and we'll measure from there and you it's like what okay like can you give me a straight answer can we build on this lot or not right did i Is something did I gonna tell happen you, or not the first time i ever had a issue with trca mm -hmm. was actually on the first property i ever bought it was at leslie and lawrence and it, it had this big beautiful tree in the backyard and like when we envisioned the new house we were going to build on this property, that tree was like the focal point of the backyard. And we were going to like wrap a, a nice bench around it and, you know, have it growing out of this thing. And it was so beautiful. And the city wanted us to rip it down because it was too close to the house we were going to build. We're like, what do you mean rip it down? Like we can save the tree and build the house. Like here's how. No, sorry. You have to rip it down. We're like, you have to fight with them and then they don't respond and they, they just come up with like weird. So now I know this sounds like completely backwards to what you would hear right now. The rules change like the next year. You couldn't rip anything down if you paid a billion dollars. Okay. But this is literally the year before. 
I had to wait in front of their office from like four in the morning until somebody would show up just to speak to the damn guy who was like dodging my calls, wouldn't return emails and like wouldn't give like his report. It was it was crazy, Phil. This is what people have to deal with to get applications through. Because if you don't, you don't get anywhere. It's like people must be bribing people all over the place. I don't know how somebody gets like one of these zoning orders. MZO? Yeah. How yeah. the hell do you get one of these MZOs? Okay. And next thing you know, you got a billion square feet of density in the swampland. Yeah. And like you got for, you some stick nice with political contributions. You must have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's a partner on the deal or something because, yeah. uh, you know, you follow all the guidelines in a in a major metropolitan area within 500 meters of future LRT to future LRT stations. And it's like, uh, you're going to increase traffic and uh, like, who's going to take care of my cats? Yeah. So um, there's a lot of guys on um, uh, social media who are doing like follow the member of Congress's stock trades and just yes. just bet on whatever they're betting on, right? Amazing. We should follow where they live. We should right? follow their houses. We should know we where should, they live and how much they pay. Not personally. For it. You should know what, like everything should be disclosed, like un under personal. some sort of securities laws, where it's like if you're a politician, you have to disclose every single investment that you're a part of. Right. So then that Fucking way, it's like, okay, someone so and so is part of a group who just bought some land at Warden and 19th or whatever. Let's yes. go and, uh, you know, follow them. Let's see what they're doing. Let's see if they get an MZO. Right. You got to be close. You got to be right next to them because that becomes the issue. Right. You got to be in the on the way to them or on the or right next to them so you can snap some of their services off them. Right. I'm telling you, a lot of a lot of people are buying land. There's a ton of deals. I've been looking at a lot of deals that are in that, um, remember that deal that I sent you where you said the returns and all that kind of stuff that I was showing you? Were, were crazy gigantic. high. gigantic. Um, in that area. So they were, what did they refer to it? They didn't call it the yellow belt. They didn't call it the green belt. They didn't call it the- Brown belt? They didn't call it a brown belt. They called it something else. And it was, what it meant was- Agricultural, it was, probably. It's it was, all farmland it was, up there. It was, a, it was farmland, but not green belt. And it was in the plan- the is left? It was in the planned plan to transfer that eventually to residential. So, anyways, okay, it'll come to me. Every major developer that white belt. It's called the white belt. What the hell's the white belt? It's the white belt. Okay, Where it in that snows a in lot. That, Does it in snow that report more? they called it the white belt? The white so, belt. Yeah. What's the white belt mean? The white belt means that it's not green. So it's not going to be like an issue with uh, constructing there eventually because of like naturists or naturists, whatever, <laughs> like uh, my, environmentally I mean, protected stuff. All of my friends, they own these properties right here. Okay. Yeah. We're going to call it the white belt and yeah. there's going to be no rules. We're, we're going to build a lot of houses huge. here. And these guys are the biggest guys around, right? Like, you know, you had field gate homes involved and you got a bunch of guys who are all, and, and you looked at all the, all the biggest players are all in this white belt zone. Anyways. Yeah. I'm also looking at like Wait, deals oh. that are being sold up in that area, but further north. So in like East Willenberry, all that kind of stuff. And there's big major deals, 20 million, 30 million. There's, there's some big deals that are happening there. And oh, you yeah. know that they're, they're being bought as land banks and they're just thinking, Hey, you know what? In the next 30 to 40 years, this is going to be built. So look, re reserve properties just paid like 
three hundred million bucks or something for eight Elm Street, Elm and Young, from yeah. Pemberton. Yeah, amazing, crazy. Yeah, that's the most expensive real estate I think in Toronto. Is that like Bloor, Young and Bloor and South, like to college, right? It's it's not a cheap zone for sure. Yeah, but they didn't. I mean, I I would have thought that. It would have been worth more, especially considering they had zoning approval, but whatever. What was, was on the site, though? Nothing, like some retail right now. Yeah. Well. Big we'll money, see. though. Big we'll money. See what happens. Big there was a big deal, too. Money. Did you see that big deal in Montreal? $5.7 billion? No. Don't no? care about Montreal. You don't care about Montreal, eh? 5.7 billion. Canada Real Estate Show. Montreal is happening. Yeah. So five point seven billion, right? It was just uh, you know, That's a company it? came in and bought bought all the assets from a big REIT and said apartments. Thank you very much. Everything they got, everything they got industrial, they got retail, they own the the train station, they own the whole thing. Five point seven billion, right? It's like that, and and these are big deals. It was like that deal I was telling you about in uh, London, right, where you've got um, uh, Minto selling fifteen hundred doors to Elad and um, first. Uh, Firm capital. How much was that? I don't know, but 1,500 doors, right? So there's a lot of things going on, a lot of repositioning where guys are just taking money and figuring out how to, you know, access properties. Like where, where can we get it? Where, like, where can this money go? And they're paying top dollar. Like everyone's paying top dollar. Nobody's getting deals right now. Didn't sell the whole thing, did they? They probably sold like 50%. Minta. Minta sells stuff. Why would Minto sell anything? Maybe they got big plans. Maybe they got stuff going on. <laughs> Bigger than they are. That's that's pretty big. That's the other thing that I noticed a lot, a lot, a lot uh, happening too is uh, percentage shares like sold. Well, sure. At these kind of valuations right now, like in yeah. Hamilton, you're 250, 300 a door yeah. and you paid like 8,000 a door. Like maybe it's time to take a little bit off the table. Yeah, and buy which some is, something else, right? Yeah, which is a, which is a which is a big uh, a big statement, I guess, right? That people are making, right? They're saying we don't think that this is going to collapse. We know it's going to continue to go up, but we've done everything we can, so we still want to be invested. We don't want to sell. We just want to free up some capital and be able to take it somewhere else because we've got other plans because we see other areas of growth and we're going to start putting money there. Yeah, like NFTs and virtual <laughs> yeah. land. Land and Decentraland that I'm going to grab There's up. Some right? Land and Decentraland I want to buy and I want to make a store. I'm telling you, all those, all those, you know, heavy players are doing the same thing. They're doing the same sure. thing. If you've got, if you've got a fund, you've got uh, some crypto assets in there. You've, some got Bitcoin, some, you've got some right? digital assets in there for sure. Or you're thinking about it. Yeah. Or you're thinking Listen. about it. You got people pushing you to do it. There's, there's definitely more interest than there was a few months ago. Yeah. It's all happening, baby. It is all happening. It's all getting crazy. You want to talk about Toronto real estate? Are we talking about Toronto is that, real estate? Is Toronto, is this show called the Toronto real estate show still? It is for now. I think it's always going to be called the yeah. Toronto real estate show. I mean, yeah. I'm just getting legendary. bored of Toronto real estate. Well, what do we got going on in Toronto? A lot. It's the holidays. We do have a lot though. Things are happening, let me tell you. There's a lot of buyers still eager, but there are buyers starting to pack up their bags. 
Yeah. Is this the one I like, sent you? Yes. Yeah. We'll be paying a lot more for food next year. Are you okay with this? I think so. I mean, what changes are you going to be make know, making knowing that you're paying more for food? Gotta make more money, baby. Gotta make more ah, money. Nice answer. Hey, that's the answer. If you want, <laughs> how do you live bring home the bacon? City? Unless the bacon's, you know, at least two ninety nine a pound. You have to make more cheddar if you yep. wanna bring home more bacon. Yep, it's just so, true. Or you have to give up on other shit. Good luck. Who does this really impact, though, for like the cost of this? I think it was something like a thousand, twelve hundred dollars a year or something like that. Who does this really impact? Does it impact homeowners? Um, well, I mean, listen, you're, you're only making that money in your house if you're willing to take it out. If you're not willing to take it out, the market ramping up the last few years doesn't really help you if your job sucks but or if you're not speaking, making enough money. Generally yeah. speaking, though, are people who own homes you know, above the poverty line, like, you know, substantially. I, I would think for the most part. think so, right? Right. You, you think, think so. If they, but if they own a home, like for, for the most part, unless it's like, you know, an inherited or family home or something like that. But for the most part, you know, for them to absorb six, seven, eight percent higher food costs, it's probably not going to bankrupt them. See, that's a very, very privileged way of looking at things. Because for some people, it will obliterate them. But are those people homeowners? No, probably this is the not. The Toronto Real Estate Show. How does this affect the real estate market? The food, the food prices. It's not going to. Listen, people have to pay more for their shelter, and they have to pay more for their food. So, what's it going to yeah. affect? It's going to affect the restaurants a little more, which are already fucked. And and restaurants right? are raising prices. For sure, they are, which is going to make them even more fucked. No. What do you mean? The experience of going to a restaurant is something that is. Are we back here again? All right. Valued. Yeah. It, it's valued for a you lot of people. You go there because you, you, you go there because it's the only it. option for food. No, but listen, a lot of people will back off of how much they go out to restaurants because the food that they need at home is going to go up like enough. And first of all, six, seven percent, my balls. There's no way it's that low. Have you seen like meat? Have you seen milk? Have you seen eggs? Have you seen like stuff people actually want to buy versus last year and the year before? It's insane. It's beef 20, is, beef is the 30%. Biggest beef yeah. is insane. All the beef meats insane. are insane. Yeah. It's all crazyville. But I mean, most people, their, their cost of living didn't go up on their house. The value of it went up. Their mortgage didn't change. They locked in for... 10 years or five years, you know, however long ago, there, nothing really changed. They, mm -hmm. Their lease is their lease, their, their, their rent or they their just, mortgage. They, they just bought, they were stress tests. So they're like, they're, they're paying a, they're paying a monthly payment that they can afford by, by a lot. Right. They yeah. didn't stretch out to their max budget. They, they weren't allowed to. In, in, in a market this crazy, if, if and when they raise rates, it, I mean, they're not going to raise it a percent. They're going to raise it a quarter point and it'll mm -hmm. slow a few people down. It won't make a difference, but it'll slow a few people down. And then maybe uh, a few months later when they do another quarter point, people will start going, okay, hold on. Maybe we should put the brakes on for a little, see what happens. We'll have a little stall and then we'll pent up demand to the moon again.
That's what just always kind of happens. That's like the pattern. But they're not raising rates. That's cool. We get we get we get to ride this train a little longer. I don't know. RBC says it could go up eleven times. Sure. Yeah. But they said it will go up. Well, they're saying eleven times the current rate. Yes. What's Which eleven at times quarter the percent rate? at quarter percent increases is eleven changes of quarter points, right? Yeah. So what is that? What does that get us to? Two and a quarter? Two, two and three quarters or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's lower than my first mortgage. Yeah. Still. So- so that's that's just and that's just their theory, right? So is that going to be something that's going to impact people or not, right? It will impact people great great amounts, but Why? not everybody. There'll be a nice section of the market that doesn't have to renew. Most of the market won't have to renew, right? Mm-hmm. And then the people that are buying new, I mean, that is just going to be like the line item. And it's not like all this inventory is going to come flooding on the market where they can just sit back and go like, okay, I'm going to wait. The prices are going to tank now because of this half a point increase. They don't give a fuck. They want their money or they're not selling. Where are they going? They don't even know what they're doing next. They just want that same money the neighbor got because it's a ton of money, I think. It is a ton of money. It's a ton of money, no matter where the hell you owned a house. If you bought it three years ago, you made a fortune. Tax-free. Right? So if you think the world's coming apart and you better sell, like it's a great time to sell. And if you think you better get in the market because it's never going down, it's a great time to buy. And if you need a damn house because you just moved here, it's a great time to buy or rent. And if you're an investor, it's a great time to buy and it's a great time to rent. It seems like this thing should What just are you, a real going. estate agent or something? No, I'm a realist. Hey. Oh. No, if I was a real estate agent, I'd be a, one of the 1% because... That doesn't seem tough to attain. The top 1%. Top 1%. Absolutely. It's a small I was, I was reading a stat actually about that. I think it was in the States. Something like that. It was. I think it was in the States. There's, there's definitely a huge chunk of people just not doing the, the volume that they hoped that they would do. And I don't think it's because they're trying. 1% of the agents in Ontario have a listing right now. If, if everybody gets only one, I don't know if it's that low, but it's, 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 there's 6,000 active listings. (laughs) There's 62,000 active agents, but many people have multiple listings, right? Is that 10%? Fine. 10%. So 10% have one listing and we all know that's not true. Frank Leo has 18 listings, probably 40 or 50. Do that math. There's there's one Frank Leo in every city, and then there's another one who might be better, and one right under him in mm-hmm. all the major cities. So who's selling all the real estate? Four guys. Four guys. <laughs> Four guys have the listings out yeah. of 62,000. Yeah. What good is having your real estate license if you're not on the Frank Leo team? I think there's lots of good agents out there who are doing stuff and selling things. Even top agents right now don't have listings because they've sold them. You know, they've priced them properly. They've sold them. They're they've, dealing uh, with buyers. You know, they've moved the product, right? They've moved the product. But right? they're dealing with buyers. They probably have big overseas buyers, no? Maybe. They're in that I mean, that's, top I think that's top a pipe dream. Pipe, that's dream? A pipe dream? Yeah, overseas buyers. Like Who the hell's flooding, buying houses anymore? $15 million house. Some guy here bought Bitcoin. Boom. I want to live near Drake. Yep. 
they're they're selling them like they're selling them. Uh, Barry Cohen, right? Who's like the luxury guy in the bridal path, right? You know, yeah, he's not. Um, he's he's definitely got uh, some big deals that he works on, man. Like if you see some of the listings that he sells, it's just it's like insane. twenty million dollar houses. But who the hell's buying five, the house? Who's five buying? million is like the the minimum that he does. Five million. It's like now, I've seen that's him. Like a, that's a small property to sell. He's 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 been he's been branching out because he took on like more small time agents. Mm -hmm. I remember yeah, he's, got, he's got a team. The first house I ever built, I, I called Barry for uh, a consultation to see what he thought the house was worth. Yeah. And he rolled up in his Porsche with like no socks and he was looking like so Miami Vice, yeah, so yeah, pimp. Yeah. And yeah. like he just did not have time for my listing, you know? Yeah. I didn't want to give it to him because yeah. he felt like he was so rich already <laughs> that he, he wasn't going to be hungry. But yeah, wow, yeah. am I wrong? That guy's a hungry guy. That guy doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. He must be a lot. Rich. It takes a lot yeah. to, to be trusted with a $15 million house transaction. Yeah. Especially because you don't see like him marketing anywhere. Like there really is no major presence uh that he has other than he has the listings so it means that like all his work is sweat equity that he put in years ago and that he's worked hard to get where he is today 100 there's no doubt about it but it's not like his advertising budgets millions of dollars so he's he making millions brand. he's he making millions brand over the years he advertised a lot sure not not on not only in one area only up and down bayview yeah stupid That's guy there cheap. that was dumb yeah. Yeah, and now he, no, he's he smart. Like, like I said, he did a great job. I'm not. He's I'm not got a him. unit on the corner now. Big Barry Cohen sign all the yeah. time, all day, yeah, all yeah, night. Yeah. York Mills. Yeah, smart guy. His brother is a, a realtor up north too. His brother picked Thornhill. Randy Cohen, smart guy. Yeah, real estate family. You know, you see him on the benches with the big ear, Randy Cohen. <laughs> I listen to you. My, I'm listening. My clients. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, where wow, we flew off. Where the are we? There, what are we where talking are we, about? Where are we? We are talking about this. Oh, here. So uh, we've kind of touched on this one. Am I sharing my screen? I don't think no. I am. You're just sharing your thoughts today. Yeah. Canadian startup promises home ownership for just 15k. But some experts see red flags. Wah, wah. We talked about this, didn't we? Key, key? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we talked specifically about this company. And I'm sure we did. Okay. It's so, basically just rent to own. Well, so here, I'm going to give you a, a leading indicator that should or should not drive your opinion on this company. Okay. It was founded by... The former Bank of Canada governor, Stephen Polos. Polos? Advised Polos. by. Not founded. Which is advised. He is they one of the They literally had lunch with him once. No, he's part of this thing. He pushes it like, like crazy. He is definitely a partner in this. Yeah. Full disclosure, they... I'm getting paid half of 1% for every deal that's done. He's getting cheap money from his old buddies. For yeah, sure, yeah, to yeah. fund this craziness. Everybody this wants a piece insane. of the real estate market. Yeah. Okay, so here I am. I got 15 grand. That's all I got. I'm not buying a house. Am I buying a house anywhere? No. Not in Toronto. Am I buying a house anywhere with 15 grand? Yep. Where? 
uh, for 300 grand, you could buy a house in, um, you know, North. You What's 15 grand to 300. That's like, that's not enough. There's a few, there's there, a few though. places. There's even a few places in like, like out east, like Kingston and like in those areas, but they're more rural. Like you got to go far north of the four. Fine. Well, you can't work with this company anyways, because I don't think yeah. they own crap out there. They're not so, going to fund that. No, right. that, that's that's not getting a loan. So I got 15 grand. I can either. And how long did it take me to save up this damn 15 grand? Two years, man. Two burgers. years. I'm making $14 an hour. How am I supposed to get more than 15 I grand in two years? I didn't even like go right? on a vacation. I my did, grandma I, gave me $500 for my Christmas present. I saved it every year. I got $15,000. I got to take home my free lunch from work every day for dinner for the kids. Yeah, no like, more avocado toast. This is crazy. That's over. So, so, okay, two years gone. I got 15 grand. So, I and I can't buy nothing. So, 15 grand, two more years, 30 grand. Mm. What am I getting that? The market just went up 20% a year. So now my 30 grand, it gets me like even further away. Like nothing, nothing. I, went, I can't. I went from having Belleville 1% down to, to no percent down. I was planning on living like a king in Belleville in a, in yep. a 350 square foot condo. But now even that's out of reach. Yep. I'm looking for stuff starting in the mid 100s and it ain't. It's not finding me. So here we go. So what could I have done? I could have put this 15 grand here. I could have owned 15% of, and I could have owned 15% of the upside too, I think, of this condo. Two and a half percent. Two and a half. The deal gets sweeter for someone. I'm not saying who. And the end. Two and a half percent down. You own two and a half percent equity. Now my money you're paying is market rent for me and paying market rent and every you're, month you're betting on the market going up every month. 50 bucks goes towards my equity in this home. 50 bucks a Equ month equity, my equity. Hey, now let's Look. keep in mind, please. Let's yeah. keep in mind that for my benefit and safety, I am not on title. Yes. Not on title Just this way. Case. If I yeah. default, I can walk away. Yep. And they can keep my 15 grand and my TK. Okay, let's do the math. 50 <laughs> grand a month. Okay. At the end of the year, what, what? that's like $600. That's like $6 billion. Oh, $600 a year I'm putting towards the equity on this thing. So yeah. after year one, I got 15, six in this thing. Yeah. Ooh. And because okay. I was paying market rent. Right? So let's it's, do it. It's rent to own. It's rent to own. The biggest issue. Hold on, hold on. Let's work okay. the whole thing out. Two and a half percent. Okay. So let's say this thing goes up like 30% year yeah. over year, like the market does all the time. Okay. okay. It goes up a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand dollars, of which I get what? Two and a half percent. So I get like two billion dollars when I sell this thing in two years. So no? like the two and a half percent is the purchase price. I wonder how they leverage that. And I wonder if it's I wonder if it's a percentage of the down payment. Right, because that's the other factor too, right? Somebody must like, have to come up with the other part of the down payment, no? Yeah, of course. So if they're putting twenty percent down, then you're like I mean, one unless, eighth. You own one eighth. So maybe you own one eighth. Former of, former bank president of the world. Well, let's just say, let's just say you own one one eighth of that extra hundred thousand dollars, right? 
So I don't know what that is, 14,000, something like that, right? So now you've gone from, you have 15 grand, two years later, now you have an extra 14. So you got 29 and they're like, okay, Mr. Buyer, go ahead and finance this property. That's now worth a gazillion dollars. and You still don't have 5% down. <laughs> How are you going to close it in two years? How are you going to get the financing? Because you've been paying right, market rent. You're not saving money anymore. So you've no. got no extra money. You got no extra savings. Your job hasn't changed. No, but you have the option. You have the still, option. But how do you qualify for the mortgage at that point? You've only got 29 grand now and the condo's gone up an extra 100 grand. Qualify for the mortgage. You, you've been paying the payments for two years. You have a great track record with the bank now. We're just going to slide the payments over to your name now, and we'll yeah. see what happens. We'll hold a like, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim said you're a straight-up guy. You're, you've been making your payments on time every month. We're going to hold a second just in case, you know, to protect yep. our equity in the project. <laughs> I'd like to see the presentation on this, right? They like, won't like show see... anybody. That's the best. You got that John Pasalis guy, you know, John Pasalis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's like a social justice warrior for this thing. I want to see the contract. They won't show me the contract. Yeah. You, know, you, you know, there's something wrong if they won't just freely send you the contract. If they're worried about eyes dissecting this contract in the media, yeah, that is not good. It's like we'll, we'll only send it to you after you've sent us the money deposit. The NDA, to work on this and the an NDA, NDA that says you will not show this agreement to anybody ever. Yeah, yeah. including Even John after, including yeah. your lawyer and John, and John Pasalis now. Yeah, and anybody else that speaks in a def defamatory. Is that a word? Sure. Did I say it right? Yep. Well, well so there, I think you know, uh, you know what I mean. Let's give a thumbs up or thumbs down to key on three. One, One two, two, three. three. Down and... to key. Now, yep. if you knew that they were an IPO, what about an IPO in key? Would you take let's... shares? Would you buy shares in key? Absolutely. I'd buy shares Absolutely. in almost anything. Yeah. I... <laughs> so, <laughs> let's what? make a coin for key. Yeah. What, um, what, uh, what's the solution? Okay. I got, I got two and a half percent down. I don't yeah. have enough money. I got 15 grand. That's all I got. I can't, I can't get any more Daryl. Okay. What do I do? Do I, just I have rent? the answer. I what have do the I answer. do? What is it? Yeah. You rent or you fucking moved somewhere where that works. That's it. Those are your choices. Yeah. You, or you, you find a rich spouse you, and hook up with them and add your incomes together. But that falls Mary under up. one or the other. That Yeah, look, that's more money. E either yeah. bring in more one way or another. And there's yeah. so many ways these days. So many ways. Think outside the box. Don't think your only choice is working at the Amazon warehouse or at some grocery store in a mask all fucking day. Yeah. Like, you can join. You could be, like, number 62,001 member of the treb board okay and become a realtor that's the easiest way to make money in the world number one yeah. right real all realtors make money all realtors make a ton of money so i have a better are... way i have a better idea and it's next week's guest who's next week's guest we got um the investor couple oh are they so the take, answer so you take a course on how to buy real estate with other people's money yeah, you should and take you, a course. And you and you you use knowledge. You know what people so, do with courses? Yeah, you need to use the knowledge. I can't I can't get more money, Daryl. I'm fixed in my life. I can't get more money. 
whether it's income or down payment. What can you get? What can you get? What can you I do? Can get more knowledge, knowledge about how to buy real estate. About how to buy money. real estate with other people's money. That's the yeah. answer. More That's knowledge. The, Another more knowledge. YouTube video, perhaps. Sure. People have to do it, TK. You got to do something. No, but you got to do something. Knowledge. There's rooms. Watch of the Toronto that... Real Estate Show every week. Listen to the podcast. Our guests will inform you on how to buy. Don't give your money to Key. Don't just listen. Go yeah. do something. You're Find locking a yourself deal. into a contract you won't get out of. The Find end will be deal. you paying rent for two years with no down payment and your deposit lost because you can't close on that condo anymore. That's do you need money to tie up a deal, TK? Do you need money to tie up a deal? Yeah. Do you need money to tie up a deal? Can you tie up a deal yes, with no but money? It, it's negotiable. I mean, if you got 15000 if you got 15000 right? Then you got money to tie up a deal. Fifteen thousand would tie up a great deal. Yeah, but you could do it. Put down do ten it. grand. You got money for inspection. You got you find the best deal in all. You couldn't of do it the with GTA. no money, like even for a few days, maybe with zero dollars. Yeah, absolutely. You could do it. With, you could even tie it up until you get the deposit. Okay, so we don't need right? money to buy yeah. a deal. You don't need money to buy a deal. If you got the deal and you got the knowledge and you got the people to be able to, you, to bring it to. How do you find a deal without money? Is a realtor going to help week. you find a deal without money? That's, that's next week. Who's next week? Next week's our guests. They're going to tell us the answer. They're going to tell questions? us how to buy properties without any, without any money. Wow. Yeah. This is a good like lead up to this. This is great. Wow. Yeah. So don't give your money to key. Listen to our show next week and you'll hear how to buy real estate without any money. What about uh, what about with very little? So 15,000 like with Addy or Proppy. Or- so here's another solution, but really you're just now trading securities. So do you want to invest in a company that's investing in real estate? REIT. Do you want to put Why your not money a REIT? Do you want to go into the stock market? Do you want to invest in a, a local business? Like there's a lot of other options that you've got to put that money into. So hold um, on. We were talking about your options of what you could do. And so were you satisfied with my answer to make more money or move or rent? That's, and that's one answer. Absolutely. Well, what other answer is there? That's a, main, that's a mainstream answer. That's a mainstream you're, answer? You're make more creative, money or Darryl. get the fuck out? You're what? Captain Creative. You you know that that is oh. just that's what the average guy would would say is the answer, and it's the only answer that you've got. Hard hitting, truth telling, really. Right. Okay, so so you tell me then what's the what's another answer? We just I just told you watch buying the podcast next with week no and you money. can buying properties buy, with no buy money. properties with other people's money. Or you can invest it into something that, you know, can be traded like, you know, securities, stocks, different things like that. Like so, if you need money now, buying property with somebody else's money isn't the quickest way to, you know, get money now. You can do it, but like, what are you going to get? Yeah, I'm not, you're buying real estate, you're buying property. You can I be know. your own tenant. So, okay, you go and find a multiplex. Let's just answer the question quickly. You, you oh, find yeah. a multiplex where you bring on an investor right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's either JVing it with you or loaning you the money. There's a yeah, billion different you've structures. Done it like never. You're going to be a tenant in that building. So now you've yeah. got some ownership and you're the one that's paying the rent and you're managing it. And now you're in the building. You got your own piece of real estate. Boom. 
Yeah. Is that a good answer? Yes. If you have enough funds to survive, that's a good answer. No, you've got income. You've got you've got the ability. Most to pay. people with the aspirations of buying real estate without their own money, yeah, they 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 they're not well funded currently, and they probably won't be anytime soon. Yes. So so to to own a piece of real estate that may give them well, I guess if you live rent free, that's one thing. As part of that, or you rent somewhere else. You live at you live somewhere, and you rent somewhere else. The couple that's going to come on next week, Daryl, is going to explain to you how many people that they've helped with no income or very little income. I shouldn't say no income, very little income, not enough to buy real estate or not enough to buy investment properties, and they are out there buying properties right now with other people's money. Tons of them. Oh, I, I, I'll bet I've been to those seminars. They Tons. are a hoot, man. Yeah. And if you apply some of the knowledge there, then you can make some some deals for sure. No doubt 100%. about it. Yeah. My point is that somebody who can even go out and find a partner who's willing to put up the money. Yeah. The amount of money that you will take home anytime soon is a pittance, even if you buy. 100%. A multiplex. Hold on. I'm going to go and buy a house in, in Thornhill, okay, for a million dollars, right? Because I was able to buy it. I had the down payment. I had the income. I had to qualify. How much money am I taking home anytime soon? You're going to rent it? Nothing. No, I'm buying. I'm moving in. That's a whole other story. But I'm not taking home any money. I'm owning the asset, which is the only thing that I care about. And in 20 years is maybe when I'll actually benefit from it. Or if I'm going to refinance over the next few years, whatever. Yeah, it's not an asset. I'm just it's a saying. liability. Okay, Robert. Yes. I'm just letting you know. But it's the truth. I agree. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying. I, I'm Look just letting you. you know. Just one jab after the other today. It's a good thing I got my strong chin on. Sorry, but I'm just telling you that. I'm trying to make a point Robert. here, and I, I just feel like you're not agreeing with me. Just, I want you to agree with me. Okay, so hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay, ready? Let me get out of the corner for a sec. Let's meet okay. back in the middle. If someone doesn't have money to buy real estate on their own, there are options out there for them, but it requires them to do the work and get the information they need in order for them to make that happen and not take the easy, sleazy way like key. I can't disagree with you with that. I didn't say it. <laughs> but but. Li listen, <laughs> it's a lot of work to make 150 bucks a month to go find a partner and buy a house and make that whole deal work and manage a property for 150 bucks a month when you have no money. So you need to either have enough money to survive through that accumulation of wealth with other people's money that way. Yes, of course. Or be you, really you save that fifteen thousand dollars. You've got a job. It's just it's not enough to qualify somewhere else. Yeah. So now you have a job and the real estate business, which people think is like nothing. Yeah, I'll buy properties on the side with other people's money. Yeah, and I don't be the naysayer, Daryl. Oh, I'm the naysayer. naysayer. You're being a naysayer. I'm sure there's a lot of people that will pay for courses that teach you how to do this. Okay. But there's not too many people that can actually pull it off, and make a living out of this and okay. like it takes years years no 
years to build up a portfolio you could live off of. So if I've told you that I've witnessed, uh, I don't know, 50 to 100 people do it in the last year. No problem. In the last year, they made enough money that they could leave their job. No, and... not leave their job. No, no. You're no, not listening not. to ba me, TK. Balance, I'm saying balance it, balance a regular job and their real estate business on the side. Yeah. 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 So they bought like a unit somewhere. They've got they've got multiple units, multiple multiple in interprovince, extra province, intra province, whatever, inside and outside Ontario. <laughs> right? Get them on the show. Let's talk. That's I want to hear week. how this worked. Yeah. There, you said you have like 20 or 50 people. Well, we're bringing the people, we're bringing the Line main up, people baby. next week. I want, I want answers, TK. We're bringing the main people next week and then I'll link answers, you to their social TK. media and you can hear all the stories. What am I doing wrong, TK? That's what I want to know. What do you mean? You're like the master of OPM. OPM. Yeah. Oh, I am pretty good at it. You're the, you're like the, you're like the master at it. You're, you're your own guru. You I went am. to those seminars. I don't listen to myself. I, I actually, yeah. I guess I learned a couple of things along the way. Yeah. It's true. Did. Yeah. I think yeah. you'd be more excited for these guys next week. I'm excited for these guys if they're not like those guys. You know, if they're not just like selling their program. Okay. This is not rocket science. This is not a secret. There's books out there. There's stuff online. There's free sure. YouTube videos, right? But if you could sell the program to do it, wouldn't, wouldn't you? You not think I could? You don't think right now if YouTube you don't came think to right us. Now, we're arguing would, a lot today, Daryl. If I YouTube came to us and said, guys, uh, we want to pay you for every episode that you do. But all I need you to do is every once in a while, just talk about Vancouver. Okay? Just talk about Vancouver. You don't know anything about Vancouver, but just talk about Vancouver. How fast do you think we'd be Vancouver. talking about Vancouver? All over it. What's what's this? Uh, why are we talking about this right now? What point does yeah. that make? What? Oh, just because we would be willing to sell any product for the right price. Absolutely. Yeah. But not my soul, TK. Not our soul. My soul is not for sale. I'm just saying, if I were if I were a guru and I could run a program, all real estate agents do this. All real estate agents and uh, Tom Story has got a video course that uh, he advertises online. People smart. sell courses. Yeah, it's smart. Smart. Yeah. If you got but if you know what you're doing and you got a niche and you're good at it, you should at least start some sort of educational program to teach other people how to do it. I think you'll generate more income or close to than what you were doing with the actual skill in the first place. Courses are what did they say thing. you don't have to be a great player to be a great coach. But that's what these people need as a coach. Everybody can access the video. Somebody mm -hmm. has to like inspire and teach and push because most people have a lot of knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. 30 seconds at a time more currently. But everybody has a ton of knowledge, but who applies it? Most people don't. Most people don't. Yeah. So, so like if the info can be accessed for free, what do people bring to the table that sell these courses? That's what I want to get at next week. I don't want to ruin the, I don't want to ruin the whole thing, but what don't they've been able tell to create me how to is do a community it. of people who are all motivating each other to be able to do what they need to do on a daily basis. Oh God. Okay. It's yeah. a cult. That's a real estate cult. That's okay. It's a real Those estate work. investment cult. They yeah. work. They work. They work.
They work, but you need to pay to get in. Of course. No invites. No, no invite invites. only. Oh, no. How much? Everybody's invited. What are you talking about? Everybody's invited. You just don't <laughs> you get pay, an you're invite in. until you pay, we you're in. Wire transfer. You're in. That's it. Done. Wow. Welcome. Welcome to the club. Well, here. So how about this? Here's a here's a, a, a opportunity potentially. Um, you could learn how to code and probably change your life instantly. Definitely your tax bracket, because the world is looking for coders. The world okay. is looking for coders, and if you're not into coding or computer stuff, um, oh, am I not sharing my screen again? TK, we are so technically challenged today. That's okay. Skilled trades are viable option for everyone. Listen, especially right now, getting a skilled trade will make you a lot of money. A lot of money. If you want to be in shape, you want to be outside, you want to smoke cigarettes while you work all day. If you want to stand around and talk, maybe spin a, a stop sign around. Mm -hmm. A lot of porta potties involved. But hold on, TK. This old white guy is targeting all kinds of other people now. Youth, mm -hmm. blacks, women, indigenous people, people of color. The BIPOX. We are targeting the BIPOX. Oh, okay, that's what it stands for. BIPOC communities. The BIPOC right? communities. I didn't make this shit up. This is a thing. Yeah. But it's time, BIPOCs, BIPOC youth. It is time for the BIPOC youth to join the community and make money in the construction industry. So you can be like the guy whose face... We've you put on like this article who you can't Uli relate to. Lee C.S. Joe, a concrete former with yeah. Carpenters Local 27. Right? I mean, obviously, he's not from around here. Janelle no. Richards, site administrator at the Daniels Corp, who grew up in Kitchener. Sky's the limit for women considering a career in construction. You can work your way up from anywhere. Wow. It's like a land of opportunity. And you better do it soon before the robots come and take away your new, great, well-paying jobs. Do it I, soon. I didn't send you that article, but that's good that you found that one. I did send you an automation one, though, right? Where they were talking about um, under, uh, like, job vacancies, right? Like, they were understaffed, right, in all these industries. And that 81% of those um, employers... Small found, businesses here yeah. found automation as being the uh, eighty-one percent TK. We're yeah. successful using automation yeah. techniques. Small businesses say they can't find staff, and offering higher wages isn't helping. Not working TK, you can make twenty-five bucks an hour working in the drive-through right now. Now it's that fun. is imagine how much a carpenter can get right now. If you go, yeah. hey, like, you know what? I could go work at Amazon for 22 bucks an hour. Yeah. Like, you why am pay I me out what I'm in worth. the fucking cold in Canada? Yeah. Why, why am I doing this? The where the warehouse, I can see the warehouse from the roof that I'm 
about to fall off of every day in the hurricane <laughs> weather here in Canada. They got air conditioning and heat over there. It's amazing. Right? You yeah. can take a bathroom break once a day. Yep. Okay. And like, it's, it's easy. It's easy. I know what I'm doing. It's, yeah. it's not good. It's not good. So I think the theory behind all this is, um, we've the got a are coming. There's not enough people. They're talking a lot about, you know, we need immigration. We need robotics. We need people who are going to be, you know, coming in for these lower paid jobs. That's the truth. And nobody wants them even offering more money. Nobody wants these jobs. People are leveling up. The people who are, are here in Canada now are saying, I want more rights. I want more freedoms. I want a better lifestyle. I understand. So as a child, you understand that life is very expensive. So you're really setting your goals very high. Think about what people used to talk about. Like when we were young, you know, if you made $60,000, $70,000 a year, you would say like, wow, what a great career that person has, Right. Then about in the last 10 years, it's almost like if you're not making six figures, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. And I imagine the kids who are like 20, they're, they're all thinking they're going to be millionaires by the time they're 25. Look, a majority of Toronto's Generation Z have given up on the dream of owning a single family home. Mm -hmm. 52% TK, the majority have given up and I don't blame them. Look, wouldn't if you could buy a house or a condo right now for your kids for later, wouldn't that be a really good idea? Because I mean, your kids, by the time they're ready to buy a house, this market will have gone up 150% compounded yearly. Maybe. Yeah. For like the last six years by that. It's gonna be micro unit. You know, we're just gonna stack people on top of people. You just comatose yourself in a coffin and we just stack you up up and down Bay Street. It's going to be like uh, like Ready Player One, where you just slide into your coffin, throw on your headset, yeah, intravenously fed. Why would you yep. go anywhere other we'll than the, the metaverse? Yeah. The morning, we'll see you. I'll see you like when my heart fails or something like, or yeah. until this intravenous like. <laughs> when we need to procreate and create more stop. humans, we'll let you know when it's your turn. Makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. I would. I mean. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Or, or look, there'll be a resurgence of crazy small towns will start to grow exponentially with go trains. Mm -hmm. And for the one time a week or the one time a month that you need to be in at a meeting that like popping on your goggles on your ridiculously efficient home office isn't an option for some weird reason. Like you'll take the go train in from Belleville or London, which did you hear about this new London track? They opened a London, London to Toronto, go, go like one point to the other. There's wow. like le less people on it than like a bus. Yeah. But that's crazy though. That's a pretty good distance, right? I guess if you like, that's gotta be a two hour train ride no? for, a, for a student who might want to come back home for the Turkey or or Latkes or So you don't something. think people will commute? You don't think people will live in London and commute to Toronto for a job twice a week? Well, I mean, it'll help link the tech sectors maybe a little bit, mm -hmm. right? Think about it. I would. I mean, if I, like, my wife had a job in London, my kids went to London, I get to buy a house for half a million dollars that cost me four times that in Toronto. Um, and all I got to do is twice a week, I work from home three days a week, and twice a week I just got to get up and get on like the six o'clock 
so that I can get downtown for eight and then jump on the 6 p.m. home. So I'm home at eight and I do that twice a week. I can manage that. Yeah, some people can. Some people won't have to. And all yeah. kinds of new businesses that have to be in person somehow will fill up the office space of the ones that want to leave. Mm -hmm. And it'll be booming. But there's going to be a ton of work from home. Like, they haven't figured out these headsets quite yet. But when they actually figure out a good way of doing it, it, it won't be able to be beat to be able to have 18 monitors in front of you all simultaneously doing something that you can access and manipulate with the other people you and i go in vr together all the time now like don't you feel like we're playing together doesn't feel like any different than what we're doing right now when i saw right. you in person the other day it felt no different from like, like how we normally communicate I, I saw people at a work christmas party who they said to me it's the first time we're meeting and they said it's good to meet you in person i was like I thought we met like a year ago, like, yeah. <laughs> like this is, you know, but it, it's crazy. And so as they refine the tools and more and more people use them, it's going to, it's going to be pretty insane. We'll I mean, replace, imagine. Yeah. Human it's, human. It, well, I don't know about a hundred percent replace, but I think for a lot of companies, it should replace and it will Certainly. allow those companies to, to maybe remain successful or, or keep prices down to punish competitors, but like, it'll be good for everybody. Mm -hmm. Imagine how much rents push up prices on end products. When you have like a footprint in every major metropolitan city on the planet, if you have an office in London, Tokyo, uh, New York, Toronto, on and on and on, imagine how much that, those costs to fund. You could give everybody a $400 headset. Yeah. So today I'm going, a lot to of businesses. I'm going to Thornhill. Ugh. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> but um, today's show has been, you know, a little, little, little combative, a little bit, uh, you know, insightful. I think we both got uh, some good points out today. I think it was the greatest show of all time, but, you know, Obviously. we'll let the listeners, we'll let the listeners decide on that. Obviously, and, we uh, didn't talk about those big changes to Treb that are. We got lots of time. Important. We got two shows coming up that are with guests. And then we, you and I will have one over the holidays that we can really? talk about all sorts of stuff. Where we will give you our predictions and give away the free NFT. Hey, and if you're listening right now on YouTube, feel free to go check us out on Spotify and other podcast providers. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, figure. feel free to jump over to YouTube and give us a like, comment and subscribe. Yes. Well done, TK. Well done. New on CuriosityStream, uncover engineering secrets from history's greatest masters. From the mysteries of the first man-made waterways to the building techniques of the early Americas, it's ancient engineering. Plus, 40 tons of trucks speeding down the interstate can be a recipe for disaster. See how today's smarter new age big rigs pave the way for safer highways on high-tech trucks. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.